The Vibe of the Tribe podcast from JewishBoston.com explores arts and culture, Israel, food, tradition, history, and more. Hosted by Jewish Bostonians with special guests, the podcast has something for everyone. Previous guests include actress and activist Alicia Silverstone, Super Bowl MVP Julian Edelman, and renowned author Nathan Englander. The Vibe of the Tribe also features hot takes on popular TV shows and films like The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel and Fauda, plus discussions with local experts on fascinating and diverse topics like Jewish mysticism, cannabis and Judaism, Israeli cuisine, social justice, and more. Subscribe to Jewish Boston's The Vibe of the Tribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit JewishBoston.com for more. You don't have to leave your home to create a beautiful video memoir. Second Avenue Video can help capture your family history on film through interviews, home movies, and family photos. Tell your story and bring joy to your loved ones for years to come. Learn more at secondavenuevideo.com. In Fairneck, we used to think the plagues of Egypt were a thing of the past. We're not so sure about that anymore. Every choice you made today. Like maybe you decided to make coffee at home instead of buying it on the way to work. Or maybe your name is Brad Fisher and you decided to name your Breaking Bad podcast Fisher on Meth instead of Breaking Brad like I told you to. The point is, you probably didn't think much of any of those choices. That was your first mistake. Our smallest choices make the biggest impacts. Like that Gwyneth Paltrow movie from like 50 years ago. I think it was called... Sad woman misses the subway. You remember Joey Kirshner. Hi there, Joey Kirshner. Okay, that's enough. Right now, Joey is deciding what to do next, and he has a few options. I should check on the place, shouldn't I? See how animal control is handling the frogs? He could, but he probably doesn't want to, because here is how that will turn out. No, that can wait. I need to have this conversation. I'll just walk over there, pay a quick visit, and see what happens. You know, get it over with. Let's hear how that will go. You know what? I'm pretty stressed. I should get a coffee refill first. That won't end too well either. No matter what Joey chooses, someone is going to die. And it's gonna be really brutal. Wait, what? Nothing. Don't interrupt me. Sorry. So, how did we get here? Well, to answer that, I need to catch you up a bit. So let's go back in time. All the way back to last Tuesday. Okay, guys, just a few more minutes. Stay with me. Hey, I know her. Joey, go away. You're not in this part. Oh, sorry. This is my school, Ramban Elementary and Middle School, the kindergarten through eighth grade modern Orthodox yeshiva in Fairneck. This is last Tuesday five days before someone released 182 frogs in the most popular kosher restaurant in town. Right now, Shoshana Stern is 38 minutes into her Chumash lecture. Chumash is where we learn all the stories in the Bible and what all the rabbis have to say about them. There are a lot of rabbis and a lot of opinions. 
You learn math and science and English and stuff, but we also have classes like this. When we first met Shoshana, she was a little out of sorts. Hi! Hi! You're back. Um, I thought you... What happened to Maryland? But it's last Tuesday, before a lot of stuff has happened, so she's in her element now. Everyone loves Shoshana because she's so cool and confident and dresses really well. She just seems to have all the answers. The Pusik says, Vayalal Eretz Mitzrayim, Vayichal et kolei seva aretz et kolasher hishir habarad. So the locusts are coming, right? What can you tell me about the locust plague? What's its significance? More Shoshana, can we have class outside? Name all ten plagues and we'll go outside. Frogs, lice, hail, spiders, uh, okay. fireballs. Anyone? Blood, frogs, lice, wild beasts, livestock dying, boils, hail, locusts, darkness, slaying of the first board. Thank you, Leah. I got you, more Shoshana. Why do you pretend you don't know things, Kobe? I really thought spiders was one of them. There were like millions of locusts and they destroyed all of the Egyptian crops. Ooh, Egyptian crops. Band name. Call it. Great. So the locusts eat the crops. Why is that a plague? I mean, the plagues could have been anything, right? Hashem could have sent down millions of scary clowns to terrorize the Egyptians. Instead, he sends locusts? I changed my mind. New band name, Terror Clowns. The destruction of crops meant a devastation to the Egyptian economy. Not to mention people didn't have food to eat. Okay, hold for announcements. Good morning, fellow students. Michal Rabinowitz here with your daily morning announcements. You probably recognize that voice. That's me. The principal asked me to deliver the morning announcements this year. Announcements are usually an eighth grader's job. I'm the only seventh grader ever to get the gig. Yeah, I'm that good. Passover is next week, which means it's time for our annual Pesach toy drive. All toys will be brought to the CJACA. Children of Jewish, um, something. In more interesting news, Mr. Goldberg's cat, Terry Hatcher, is dead. Michal, get to class. You're 45 minutes late. Hi, Beth. On my way. We're not on a first name basis. Pardon me, Mrs. Krakowski. I just figure that since I have intercom privileges now, we're more like colleagues and less like seventh grader and vice principal. Also, my announcements were delayed due to a vomit situation after breakfast. I visited Jesse Langer in the nurse's office for an exclusive interview about which cereals to stay away from in the cafeteria. It's all of them. Class, now! Yes, Madam Vice Principal. As I was saying, Terry Hatcher is dead. She was murdered in Mr. Goldberg's own driveway. Luckily, I was at the crime scene almost right away as Mr. Goldberg is my next-door neighbor. I've narrowed down the suspects to anyone who lives in or around the Fairneck area. If you have any leads, or if you are the killer, please report to me immediately. Okay, we're back. Kobe, what did you think of the reading on locusts? Can we have class outside? Don't forget, questions 60 to 75 for homework. Be creative with your answers. The lights went out again! Uh-oh, it's a plague. Everyone, look out for spiders. All right, get to your next class, everyone. It's 10 a.m. The lights aren't doing much for us anyway. There we go. Back on. Get to your next class. Miss Green, do I spot leggings under your skirt? Girls don't wear pants at this school, young lady. See how she ignored me? How do you get your students to like you? Hey, more Shoshana, did I leave my headphones in here? I don't know. I'll help you look. Headphones in class, Leah? You take drugs in class, too? Uh, I'll come back later. Beth, when is an electrician coming? The lights keep going out during class. Absolutely. Listen, Shoshana, I need you to come in on Sunday to help take all the books out of the library. (laughs) 
Are books not a thing we're supporting anymore? 63 students have gotten licensed in the last week, and I've heard they can live in library books. I'm not taking any chances. I'm spending Sunday with Ben. Oh, fantastic. Bring him along. He doesn't work here, and that's disgusting. And also, I'm not coming. Well, the geese are back. The woods behind Ramban is home to a lot of geese. Like hundreds. They waddle in front of the school for their little geese meetings and honk really loudly and destroy the grass in front of the school. They keep trying to get rid of them, but nothing works. Oh, and that voice you just heard is Alana Schechter. You might remember her. We've also got lice in the library books. Excuse me, they're not lice in the library books. Probably, but just in case, Alana, I need you here on Sunday to help get them out of the books. Ooh, sorry, Beth. I'm spending Sunday in a deprivation tank. What is that? It's like a mikvah, except instead of purity, you get a total isolation and the feeling that your senses have abandoned you while you sit alone for hours in a dark tank. I can't wait. Alana, how do you get your students to like you? Americans always like Brits. What if you don't have an accent? Students just need you to be an incredible source of inspiration and personally invested in their dating lives. They're dating each other? Is that why they're on drugs? No one's on drugs, Beth. Ah, forget it. I need to get rid of some geese. Let's go to the place tonight. Mm, I don't know. I was looking forward to getting takeout and watching the news. You watch the news? I might start. Come with me so I can bump into him. Who, Joey? Of course, Joey! You know he's Ben's biggest competition, right? Because you and Joey were a lovers. Ew, ew. And we dated forever ago. I meant competition with the restaurant. Why do you think Joey never flirts with me? It boggles my mind. Yeah, it's a tough one. I am the catch a fanic. Remember when the mayor asked me if I wanted to take over his job while he was still in office? I do. And I was in the army. You did a mock army boot camp for two days. And look at this hair. Haven't washed it in a week. I look like I just walked out of a shampoo commercial. Yep, can't argue with that. Who else is he going to date? Rachel Freed, who's been catfished four times in three years? Maybe he doesn't see how great you are because you're so weird around him. I'm colorful. It's painful to watch. You're usually so cool. You owe me this. You're married. If I stay single any longer, they'll do that thing where they dunk me in water until I confess to being a whore. Not a thing. Absolutely a thing. It's in the text. No one actually did that. Also, it's if you cheat on your husband. I don't need to cheat on my husband, just needs to accuse me of cheating. But you don't have a husband. My point? Exactly. (sighs) You're paying. Shosh. How long have we been friends? 25 years? Two and a half. I don't pay for things. Don't you have a class right now? Oh, That's where I was headed. I knew I was forgetting something. Come in. Hi, Beth. You do have a minute? Ugh, Mr. Goldberg, I thought you were the electrician. The lights went out again. Yeah, they keep doing that. Listen, I heard about this student-led protest thing, and I was just wondering if I need to change my dissection curriculum. No, 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 no. You know these kids. Everything is a cause. They'll do their little save the frogs party, we'll buy them lunch, and then they'll dissect frogs as plants. We're catering this thing? Yeah, from that new place. What's that place? The place. It's pretty good. Yeah, you know these kids. They're all like little raindrops. Raindrops? You mean snowflakes? Oh, oh, is that what it's called? Well, whatever. Okay, thanks. Uh, you know, Terry Hatcher died this week. (gasps) 
the actress? Uh, no, my cat. Hey, do you, how do you get your kids to like you? My students said they like me. Huh. No, I guess, I guess they didn't. Oh, yeah, I figured. This is the place. Even on a Tuesday night, it's packed in here. Joey's at table 11 schmoozing Esther Feinberg, elected chair of the over-80 book club in Fairneck, the most exclusive club in town. They keep rejecting my applications to join based on my age, but I'm determined to make it in by next year. The club is currently reading the erotic novel Close Encounters on a Time Machine for the fourth time on account of the dementia they all pretend to have. Another round of herbal tea, ladies? Why don't you ever join us, Joseph? Oh, I couldn't keep up with you, Esther. <laughs> we could see about that. <laughs> That's my leg. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. <laughs> it's the dementia. That's not how that works. I'll get you, ladies, another pot of tea. Meanwhile, at table six. What do you mean you walked out? I just popped the shoes on my feet and left. It was fair trade. I left my old ones in the shop. It's a barter economy. It's not. Joseph Damien Kirshner. Not my middle name, but the accent really sells it. <laughs> you should hear what else I can say in this accent. Like what? Oh, well, I guess everything. It's just how I say all the words. Sure, of course. Shosh, I see you ventured into enemy territory. I'm just here for some deep fried nonsense and paper umbrellas. It's cute. Like a child's birthday party. Saw the sign for the open mic night this weekend at the Lion's Den. You guys are stepping up your game. Ugh, that's my cue. Later, guys. I can also Later. say things in a French accent. What's wrong with you? Shut up. <laughs> I've decided why he doesn't return my affection. Is it because of everything that just came out of your mouth? He thinks you'll be offended. Oh, you need to stop bringing that up. It was a hundred years ago. But from everything I've heard, you guys were so intense. We were in high school. And I'm married now. There's no way he thinks I'd be offended. You're as wrong as you are tall. I'm 5'6". That's tall, isn't it? I guess. How tall are you? 5'9". I've lost track of this conversation. Oh my god, these egg rolls are so good. Where's our waitress? I want more. A few hours south in Silver Spring, Maryland, Shoshana's husband Ben sits in an ugly hotel room while on a work trip. Hey. Hey, babe. Good. Um, exhausted, but the location is perfect. I knew it would be. You were right. I feel good about opening the second Lion's Den location here. Ow! You okay? What just happened? My razor shocked me. Well, don't kill yourself shaving, please. Good advice. Anyway, they can move up construction, too, so we can move down here before the new school year. Whoa, that's fast. I, I didn't think we decided anything. What are you talking about? We've talked about this. Right, I... Not now, in five months. That's plenty of time to get ready for a move. Right. No, you're right. I just... Never mind. Uh, Shosh, come on. No, I... I... Fine. It's good. Okay. So, how was your night? <laughs> Alana dragged me out so she could flirt with Joey. The competition? Don't worry. The food was terrible. Uh, I'm gonna go to bed. Call you tomorrow. Oh, okay. Good night. Night. As Shoshana hangs up the call, she sees something sprawled out on the side of the road. As she slows down to get a closer look, she feels a pit in her stomach. Oh no. She debates whether or not to call her neighbors and inform them of the death of their beloved Siamese cat. She decides against it. 
two dead cats this week. Bloodbath. Good thing she doesn't know about the 26 other cats that died in Fairneck today. But she'll find out soon enough. Hi there. What's up, Hershey Bob? Uh, it's been stern for several years. Nothing against Ben. I just can't believe you gave up on a name like Hershenbaum. May I help you with something? Nope. Just wanted to thank you for coming in tonight. Oh, this a new service you're providing? Yeah, it's a new policy. Call my customers after they leave, make sure it was all to their liking. Well, I hated your specialty egg rolls. You ate three orders. To be nice. Oh, well. Goodbye. Later. An hour later, Shoshana is still awake editing her lesson plans for the week. It's almost Passover, so it's a lot of the plagues and a dash of the four suns, another satyr trope. I can't get rid of you. Sorry. Old habit. What's up? Do you have Vice Principal phone number? Yeah, why? I've gotten like 30 texts confirming my presence tomorrow, but I don't know the number, and I'm not sure if responding to a frantic stranger is the best course. Why would I'm catering the thing tomorrow. Uh, does the school know that catering a protest is not a thing? No, and I'd appreciate it if you didn't tell them. I'll share our contact with you so you can be sure. Thanks. No problem. So, still working? You hung up, didn't you? Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I'm done for the night. Good talk. The next morning starts out a little rough for Shoshana. Hello? Shoshana, I've answered all our problems. Beth, it's five in the morning. Oh, that's okay. I've been awake for hours. <laughs> Not what I was concerned about. I have an electrician coming early today to install a geese repeller. <sighs> what is that? It's a recording of a goose danger call in a ten-hour loop. So we're getting rid of geese by playing a recording of other geese? He makes the tapes himself. He told me yesterday he came to fix the lights. I thought it would be fun if we met him together, you know, get some girl time. I think we get enough girl time during normal hours. Yeah, but you're always teaching. It's my job. This will be fun, like an adventure. A mandatory adventure? No, a fun adventure you're excited about. See you in half an hour. As Shoshana approaches the school, she sees an eager Beth soaking up every word of a very hairy, tattooed electrician. I study geese communication pretty heavily, and this danger call is like the worst one you can hear as a goose. They're going to run from doom when hearing this. Mm, It's genius! Hey, Shosh! Look at us here before anyone else. How loud is this thing going to be? Oh, it's really loud. You'll want to shut your classroom windows. But think of how pristine this grass will look. This is great business. Thanks. I've got tons of businesses around town. I just like helping people, you know? I do. All right. Let's give her a try. (laughs) The electrician was right. It was, in fact, very loud. As Beth and Shoshana listen to the start of a 10-hour recording of Geese Danger Calls, something seems off. (laughs) Dozens of geese peek their heads out of the woods and waddle quickly towards the school. Uh, hey Beth, I don't think your repeller is working so much as it's a scam. Oh, shnikey. Is it a scam? Was I scammed? I go scam! I must have grabbed the wrong tape. What tape did you put in? Uh... This might be a mating call. Well, it's effective. I have to find the other tape. By your feet. They're everywhere. They're surrounding us. You were right. This is fun. 
Got it. It's off. What am I supposed to do now? I'll be back tomorrow with the right tape. What do we do about all these geese in the meantime? They should disperse in five to ten hours. I wouldn't touch any of them. Good hang, Beth. Glad we did this. Across town in the Orange House on Fenton Lane, Esther Feinberg is abruptly awoken by a familiar melody. It's too early for all that noise! If you've never lived in Fairneck, you haven't heard of Esther's theory of her wind chimes. She never misses a chance to tell the story of her husband Arnold and how based on the pattern of the wind chimes one night, she knew he was going to die the very next day. I mean, she skips the part where he'd been bedridden with a terrible illness with a long, ugly name for six months prior, but whatever. Esther says that Arnold comes back sometimes to send messages through the chimes. So when they don't stop ringing this morning when there's no wind in the air, she takes it as a sign. Thank you for the warning, Arnie. Arnie, I get it already. Keep it down. It's too early for this. A few nights later, Esther's wind chimes were going berserk. I'm not saying I believe in Esther's theory. I'm just saying either they were reacting to phantom wind or Arnie had an urgent message to deliver. Too bad for Arnie, someone didn't care for his warning. (laughs) As if stealing wind chimes could really stop a message from the next world. But that's a story for another time. Fairneck was created, written, and produced by Eva Billick. Story developed with Kyle Andrews. Audio engineering by Sean George. Editing and sound mixing by Rama Valuri. Our consulting producer is Kyle Andrews. Voice acting by Eva Billick, Miles Bryant, Emily Churchill, Sean George, Haley Graves, David Martin, and David Schwartzbaum. Original music composed by James Edwards. Illustration by Colin Dahlgren. A very special thank you to Heckler Films and Britt Rentschler. Subscribe to A Place Called Fairneck on Apple, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like what you hear, don't forget to rate and leave a review. Follow along on Twitter and Instagram at Fairneck Podcast. To learn about how you can support this show, visit patreon.com slash Podcast or reach out to us on social media or through our website, fairneckpodcast.com. 